Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Podstrickland. I'm your host, Shwini Poo, and this is episode 334. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Prez. That is at underscore Presidente on Twitter. Prez, how are you doing um, on this in this post-Damian Lillard trade world? Uh, the, the streets are hot right now, so uh, I know I know people... Need to hear what we have to say about all these trades that are so relevant to the Knicks. So I'm excited to get into this pod. Yeah, well, I'm excited that there's actually something to talk about. Uh, but before we get started on something to talk about, I do have to make a few announcements. The first thing that Strickland has an Instagram. Check that out. That is at the Strict Online at, at the Strict Land on Instagram. Posting all kinds of new content on there. The Strickland also has a YouTube channel where you may be watching this podcast. If you are and you have not done so already, please hit like and then subscribe to the channel. That would be a huge help to us. The Strickland also has merchandise, which you can find on our website. That is at www.thestrict.land. There's a link there to the merch store. You'll find all kinds of cool stuff on there. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, coffee mugs, water bottles, you name it. We've got it. Check it out. Again, that is available on our website. And the Strickland also has a Patreon, which you can subscribe to. There are a number of different tiers. There's a $6 tier that gets you access to Pod Strickland's podcast that I host every Friday with Prez. You also get access to the Strickland mailbag, which is being rebranded into something entirely different. So keep an eye out on that. That will still be Drew slash Doug hosting that. The Strickland also has a Patreon, which you can... Sorry. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing the Patreon already. The Strickland also has a Discord, which you get access to with the $6 tier. There are further ter- further tiers. There's a $9 tier that gets you access to Strickland all my solo pod where I rant and rave about the next even more. You also get access to wonderful premium articles by Matthew Miranda, one of the best in the business. And now you get access to Strictly NFL, our brand new NFL podcast hosted by Constantine and Jeff. It's awesome. Check it out. There are further tiers, $15 tier, $30 tier, $50 tier, and $100 tier. That's with a variety of additional benefits like listening on a pod recordings, merchandise discounts, and even potentially co-hosting a podcast alongside yours truly one day, whether you choose to subscribe or not, and that would be possible without you. And none of this would be possible without Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-the-minute stats, news scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff at Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use pro- our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Um, all right, so we're just going to talk about the Damian Lillard trade because I don't really care about talking about fucking, I don't even know, Gerson Rosas uh, being officially appointed Senior Vice President of Basketball Operations for the Knicks. Um, Damian Lillard was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, which I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast knows already. Uh, he was traded there for Drew Holiday, who is now hanging out in Portland for a hot second before he gets rerouted somewhere. Uh, at 2029, Milwaukee Bucks first round pick swaps in 2028 and 2030 uh, and 
Phoenix was looped into this trade to send DeAndre Ayton to Portland along with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kamara. Kamani Kamara, yeah. Kamani Kamara. Uh, Portland sends out Keon Johnson. They send out Nasir Little. And they send out the disgusting, gross contract of Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, And the Suns also acquired Grayson Allen from the Milwaukee Bucks. They have apparently already waived Keon Johnson, by the way. Or they plan to waive Keon Johnson. Um, So, one... If you're still a Keon Johnson appreciator, believer, uh, enjoyer, whatever you want to call yourself from his 2021 draft class, uh, now is the time to bang the drum for some team, whatever team you root for, to uh, pick him up for cheap. But nobody gives a shit about that. Um, I don't know. I guess what are your thoughts on – well, we'll just start with Milwaukee. I think this is the most Yeah, let's go team player. by team. So what what were your thoughts when you like obviously they have Dame now uh, Drew's gone they're kind of locked in in terms of picks Grayson Allen is gone I don't know if that matters to you or not but here's to get your take on this Prez I mean we both talked about it earlier this month like even though nobody had really mentioned the Bucks both of us were like the Bucks should probably spin the tires on doing everything possible to do this right because you know the Knicks fans are jokingly talking about like all right is are they gonna were the Bucks on their way to implode right like is Chris gonna be healthy or not Drew's been getting worse in the playoffs even though he had a good regular season and like these are the Bucks they're not the Heat like the odds of them getting an MVP candidate let alone an MVP by any means draft agent trade are slim to none for like it would not be surprising if that didn't happen for another decade or two and like this is it this is your window you got the guy like you have some of the infrastructure here like I'm not a fucking cap knower I'm a cap ignorer so I don't know like what this is the considerations they need to do this is the kind of trades they would need what this is other new CBA all I know is like they needed to try to find a way. And it it just, like, player-wise, it's a home run. Like, Dame literally addresses everything that were the shaky parts of their offense to me. Um, even though they were an amazing regular season team and a great shooting regular season team, they actually didn't really have anybody aside from Middleton who's really good at isolation especially jump shot isolation Giannis obviously can do his thing but like a team can always err on the side of like pack the paint and force the bucks to play team ball which usually they're good at but if that gets mucked up then you stand a fighting chance to beat them which is what the heat did and uh now you can't do that anymore because <laughs> they have somebody who can create jump shots from 35 feet out so uh and who can play off ball and who's really good at driving, which is the other thing. Um, Drew is okay at driving, and Gian- Giannis is obviously elite. But aside from that, like they didn't really have that much rim pressure, and now they do. So, I mean, that is going to be a terrifying offense. Like, I, I won't say they're locked to be the best offense in the league because, you know, 
every year a new team puts up another historic like O rating, whether it's like the Kings. I mean, it doesn't or, really matter if they're the best offense in the league in the regular season. That they they've elevated their playoff offense yeah. ceiling, which was like the biggest issue yeah. for them. I will say, like, the, I will uh, one of the trickle down effects of getting Damian Lillard for them that I think I'm assuming they're betting on. Um, like, we have to be honest. Like, I think Damian Lillard is definitely a better player overall than Drew Holiday, even with how bad he is on defense. But he is bad on defense. Okay, yeah. He is bad on defense. Drew is phenomenal point of attack defender, although that didn't stop him from getting 40 points dropped on him every night by uh, Jimmy Michael Jordan Butler. Uh, not everybody can defend him as well as Quentin Grimes, but uh, I digress. Um, but like that that's, that's going to hurt them. They are going to have to cover for Dame in ways that they never had to do with Drew. Uh, but I think what they will be betting on is, uh, I think a, a, a small thing that has gone under the radar the last couple of years is that since the title, Giannis's defense has slipped. And um, part of that is him having to take on a bigger and bigger offensive load, given especially given Middleton's absence for long stretches of that time. And I think, obviously not I think, we know Damian Lillard, is a top five, top three offense unto himself. And he can, he has months, literally, he has months where he is the best offensive player in basketball, bar none. And that type of firepower is something that, like, Giannis has never played with. He's never had that luxury. And he does now. So I expect, and I will be holding him accountable uh, to pick up his defensive effort, impact, whatever you want to call it again. Uh, given that, and I do think that is a big piece of like, does this ultimately lead them to uh, be closer or to win a title uh, this year, next year, whatever? Um, so I, I'm very interested to see that. Obviously, I'm very interested to see how Dame and Giannis play off of each other. But like, look, I, there are real things to be worried about with this team, as far as anyway, as like. Okay, who is your starting two guard? Are you going to roll with Pat Connaughton? You're rolling with Malik Beasley, and your depth isn't that great, and this team is fucking old, and you're still not that athletic, and blah 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 blah. All these things can be true, um, but you got Damian Lillard for a package that I think like ninety percent of people, if you ask them, ninety five percent of people, if you told them a month ago this is what Damian Lillard gets traded for, you'd been like, you're fucking nuts. Yeah, um, and this is this is yeah. the that was the real surprising part. The surprising part wasn't that. The you and me wasn't that the Bucks were gonna try. Like, of course you have to try. You we assume this front office isn't stupid. They're gonna try. But like in our discussions, the question was like, I don't know if they got the juice. They've traded away most of their shit. Um, even with a three teamer with Drew going elsewhere, like it it was tough to come up with frameworks where we'd be like, Yeah, this seems like a reasonable return from for Damian Lillard in twenty twenty three. And, you know, they were able to do it. And they didn't even have to give up. Like, I, I this is going to sound like typical tra- draft press stuff, but like, they still have Marjan Beauchamp. Like, he's a young athletic two way player who's like a solid draft pick. And they were able to hang out to him. Like, the other teams weren't able to force him out of there. Like, they didn't even give up everything they could have given up, um, which is crazy. And I mean, we can get into the discussion later of like, I know there's a lot of people who are like, did, is this a spite deal that they took a lesser offer despite the heat or whatever? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. But like, all I know is 
this is an incredible deal for Milwaukee just on value, even with the questions that are good questions that you presented. And to be able to do that and still have like a semblance of your depth is crazy, right? Because like you said, like you pick Beasley or Connaughton, one of them is coming off the bench. You still have Portis. You still have Beauchamp. You still I, think, have... I think Portis might get traded. Like they, they don't look. He's was obviously super valuable to them when they won the title. I feel like, you know, he's twenty eight. He's kind. I think he's in the last year of his deal, so he's like at this kind of awesome point. Um, not or he has time left on his deal, but like he's at a point where it's like there might be a trade out there for him that maybe it splits up into two guys, but. It would have to be a trade better. for two guys that fills some really important holes because I think his role is still pretty valuable, um, especially because Brooke is old um, and, and because you can slot him in at the four or the five, depending on who you're playing and who he's playing with. And because he is a good rebounding big, which, you know, you need one of those off the bench, right? Like again, in case of foul trouble or injury and all that. And, so, he, like, and he fits well offensively with like Giannis, right? Which is right, thing. exactly. So like, yeah, I could totally see them trading him or even Marjan. Um, you know, if they can flip it to flip one of those guys to be a higher quantity of depth. So like, they might not be done tweaking around the edges, but what they're working with to start the season in terms of depth is not bad considering. Usually when you do a trade like that, especially after you've already done some star trades, it's usually not much left in the cupboard after that shit. And the fact that they have anything left at all is pretty remarkable. I mean, the other part of this, uh, there's a few things that uh, I think are interesting about this trade for them. One is that um, they didn't get older. Like, Okay, yes, you could say they lost Grayson Allen. If you like let's be honest about Grayson Allen. Yes, he's a useful rotation player for them, for sure. The other part of Grayson Allen has been fucking dog shit unplayable levels in the in the playoffs, which is all that matters to this team. They need guys that can perform in the playoffs. The other part of this is Drew Holiday, bless his heart, amazing defender, super awesome teammate by all accounts. He's been terrible offensively with Milwaukee. Like he it's it's like it's funny and Jeff actually uh, shout out Jeff uh, at Frank Barrett one one nine on Twitter he actually added me and he was just like he's like nobody loves Drew more than me uh, but like the same people who are like want to shit on quickly all the time wanting to trade for Drew Holiday is genuinely hilarious and he's right because like Drew Holiday like the thing that a lot of people that want to trade quickly point to is well his playoff numbers. You know, he took a really big dip and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, you want to see a playoff dip? Go check out Drew Holiday's numbers in Milwaukee. The guy had a lower true shooting percentage over three years in the playoffs in Milwaukee and a lower effective field goal percentage over three years in the playoffs in Milwaukee than Eric fucking Bledsoe did at the time that he was in Milwaukee, the guy that he was traded to upgrade on. And he was an upgrade. I'm not trying to deny that. But we got to stop acting like he was some fucking awesome offensive player for them because he put up numbers in the regular season because – that's not what matters to them. What matters to them is the postseason. What matters to them is the playoffs. And you could see that Giannis was being pushed to levels that, on, if we're being quite honest, like are not conducive to him being the best version of himself and the best player in the world, which he has been 
at various points in his career and still debatably is. Um, and that that's that's interesting to me that, that you know, obviously Damian Lillard has had some bad playoff moments. He's also never played with Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's been the guy on every playoff team that he's been on, bar his first time in the playoffs, where he still kind of was the guy. I mean, I know like Aldridge is still there, but I still think Dave was kind of the guy on that team. Um, anyway, and again, they didn't get, they didn't lose age. Drew and Damon the same age. The other part that I think is very interesting, and we've been talking about this, kicking this around on our Discord throughout the day today. I think Giannis was pretty fucking ruthless here behind the scenes. I so I want to read these out. Okay, this is I want to read this out. Earlier this off season, okay, Drew Holiday made an appearance on everybody's favorite uh, podcaster Andre Iguodala. He made an appearance on his podcast, and on this podcast, I am going to read these quotes. This is what Drew Holiday said. Uh, so the conversation on the podcast rolled around players' retirement plans, and this is what Drew Holiday said about it. It's funny because my wife and I had this conversation. I think it was two days ago. She was like, "Are you serious after this contract? Are you serious about retiring?" I'm like, "Yes, I feel very strongly about it." Okay, and here is a quote from Giannis that he dropped at some point in one of his many uh, missives this summer. I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. Do I think that he hated Drew Holiday? Absolutely not. Do I think he had some beef with Drew Holiday? Absolutely not. Do I think that him hearing that Drew Holiday is would be happy to retire uh, in a couple of years at the end of his contract? Do I think that filled him up with much, uh, you know, does he, is that somebody he's like, yeah, let's just play it out with Drew for the next couple of years. Is that something that he was interested in? Absolutely not. And I think he probably behind the scenes was, you know, dapping up Dame, you know, letting him know, hey, like, I know you want to go to Miami, but if we could get you here, it would be pretty sick, man. It'd be pretty dope. And, I also think behind the scenes, he was probably like, hey, if I can get Dane to want be okay with being here, I have to know that you are willing to do something ruthless here. Because I sure as shit am. And the other part of this that I find very interesting is yesterday. I think it might have been yesterday, maybe the day before, where Drew came out and talked about how he actually would, you know, he wanted to retire a buck and he, he would actually be happy to sign another contract with them. And I have a feeling not all of this stuff is a coincidence. I don't think any of these quotes that came out public. I, I don't know, Drew. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, to be honest, saying that on a podcast about retiring. Like, it's cool to be honest, but I don't think that's something you should be putting out there. And I'm sure that alarm bells were going off pretty honest. I remember hearing about this earlier in the summer, and I was like, that's fucking insane. Like, what the hell is the Bucks' plan? And they, it's like almost like I was thinking, like, man, they have to trade Drew, right? Like, they have to trade him then. And they did. And, like, you know, it's a cruel industry. It's a cruel business. Uh, I will quote Don Draper. That is what the money is for. And I think Giannis, you know, I think he did all his little own uh, LeBron LeBron stuff. Let's put it that way. I think he made his own power play behind the scenes. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence he's been talking all summer about needing to see everybody get on the same page and compete for championships and blah, blah, blah. And 
I don't really know if he ever wanted to leave, but I do think he was, or maybe still is, serious about leaving. And they know that. They knew that. And they put their fucking nuts on the table and took the shot here. Because, I mean, look, I, I don't even want to think about, like, if this doesn't work. Because I don't really understand what this doesn't work, if, if it doesn't work, looks like. Does that mean, like, they don't win a championship? Sure, they could not win a championship. That's very possible that they don't win a championship. But, like, this team is going to be very fucking good. They're going to be very fucking good this year. I think they'll probably be very fucking good the next year. And if at that point Dame is declining and you've got, okay, fine. But you, it's a, it, this is a shot you had to take. Um, this is a guy who we know at this point in his career wants to compete. This is all he wants to do, right? He wants to compete. He wants to compete for championships. He wants to compete at the highest level. And you got it. And I think he's wired in a way that Giannis respects and that Giannis will, will kind of, I mean, he's talked about it. Like, I think Giannis drafted him number one in like the all-star draft or whatever. And, and, and Dame has publicly mentioned before that Giannis is a guy that he would love to play with. This is going to be awesome for both those guys. They're going to be playing with the caliber of player neither has played with in their careers. Um, you know, as good as Drew and, and as good as Middleton have been, honestly, at various points. Dame is an entire other caliber of player. And um, yeah, like I think this is pretty much a home run for them. I have them now as prohibitive favorites in the East. Like I like their top end talent way more than I like Boston's top end talent, more than I like uh, Miami's top end talent, as much as I have become a BAM at a bio appreciator this offseason, much to my chagrin. Um, but much to my like. Uh, my better instincts are like, what are you doing? This is terrible. And I'm like, yeah, but it's it's correct. Um, but yeah, like I just think they have the best top end talent in the East, and their depth is what it was basically. Like I, I didn't feel I didn't love their depth previously. I don't love their depth now, but I still think their top end talent is really good. And this is the other thing too, like with Dane because he plays games, he's been pretty durable. I know people will bring up, oh, he missed 24 games last year, and he only played 28 years before. Okay, the 28 years before is fair. Him not playing in 24 games last year is bullshit because that was Portland soft tanking. Okay, so get the fuck out of here. Not even that soft tanking. It was blatantly, disgustingly tanking. Um, so Dame has been durable. This also gives them more capacity to slow roll any anything they want to do with Middleton. You know, like he's obviously had increasing injury issues the last couple of years. So now you have, oh, Middleton has a rest day. Oh, Middleton's leg is sore. Fine. He can miss the next three games. And we don't need to worry about it because between these two guys, we will have enough. And it just it, it just gives them more fucking just they have so much more margin for error with some of this stuff. Um, and ultimately, again, yeah, I do think their playoff offensive performance has been pretty bad. Even the year they won the title at times it was pretty brutal during that Brooklyn series, especially. Um, I think they've really raised it now. And yeah, like I. I Look, before this, I was like, man, there's a world where like the Knicks could, I think they could come out of the East. I don't think there's a fucking world where the Knicks are coming out of the East now. Like, I, I just don't. I, I think Milwaukee's going to win the East. And, um, yeah. This obviously it is isn't what, what the Bucks put together this roster for, but, like, it is kind of hilarious that, like, this roster is tailor-made to absolutely fucking mince the New York Knicks. <laughs> like, if they did, if they were to match up, I'm like, okay. So their best players are going to be defended mostly by Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson for larger stretches of the game. Like this would not be pretty at all. Yeah, they're they're definitely my favorites come out the East. They're my favorite for the title. 
um, pretty easily um, with some disrespect to Denver. Uh, however, unintended that is. Um, I I don't know the the stuff about Drew and and Giannis and Giannis doing his machinations, little finger style. Machiavelli, Cluminati. Um, yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I don't know how much I buy it, but I like regardless of whether or not Drew's comments, you know, accelerated any of that or impacted any of that. I have no doubt that Giannis was like, regard, like Drew could have said nothing and Giannis would have been applying tons of pressure on the Bucks just because this isn't the first time he's done this. Um, where he's like, so I think, I think, I think he'd still be applying pressure, but I think this, it seems so direct. Like I, I, I just can't like, and here's the other thing, right? This deal could have been made with Middleton instead of Drew. And if you were asking me, like, at least in terms of durability, right? Forget playoff performance, like just durability. Who do I think, you know, is a more durable player now and moving forward? I would say Drew, right? And like, if he doesn't say anything, maybe the same deal happens, but it's Middleton that goes out instead of Drew. But given the comments that Drew made, I just feel like if you're Giannis, you're like, well, look, I love this guy. He's great. We won a championship together, but fuck that. Like, like no, like we are here to win championships and I'm happy that you love your family and I'm happy that you want to like have a great quality of life and retire. Like shout out Drew. A lot of fucking people maybe should have that mindset. That'd be great. Uh, especially when you have the ability, as a lot of these uh, NBA players do, that make hundreds of millions of dollars. But like, that is not what this is about. This is about winning championships. It's about being the best at what you do in terms of playing basketball in the NBA. And Giannis cares about that. Giannis definitely cares about his legacy. He wants to be like the best player that he could possibly be with the best legacy he could possibly have. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. Like, you're out, bro. Like, like I... I I mean, it's definitely it. possible. Don't get me wrong, but like, I I don't think there was and like these guys know, like they're not they like they don't live, especially Giannis. He's not like there are some stup- superstars who are not very self aware and like for example, just like you know they're great off of pure talent more so than a combination of talent and awareness. And Giannis is not one of those guys. Giannis understands. He understands the game. He's very self-aware. He knows his weaknesses. He knows his teammates' weaknesses. It shows up in how he approaches defense. Um, you know, he, he this isn't a guy whose version of defense, for example, is, oh, I got to take the best player. Like, he understands that for him to be the best defender and this team to be the best defense they can be, it's with him roaming and helping and da-da-da-da-da. Like, we saw that. When people talk, you know, when there was the whole discourse about, like, should he have defended Jimmy Butler more and all that. Um, so it, I, I'm 100% sure sure that, like, to, in, to me, there's no doubt that, like, even before those comments, if Giannis was asked, like, Chris or Drew, who's out? He's saying Drew, just with how bad Drew's been in the playoffs. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, that's just what it is. Like, the guy, you know, he he's had a couple of series where he's had to shoulder more than he absolutely should shoulder, right? Given his role and skill set, but even adjusting for that, like his numbers are are terrible. And Chris Middleton's game, when he's healthy, is actually built for the playoffs. Like Dude, that's he's the had other a, thing. He's had like a forty-seven point nine true shooting or something the last three years in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and Chris like, Middleton. This is like not bad. This is this is 
like I, I, I unironic. Like, I mean, it was ironic. It was a joke, but it's like kind of serious. Where people were like, "Oh, like we were talking." Obviously, then we'll probably talk about some pot too. Where it's like, "Oh, well, should we trade? Like, well, would we want Drew?" And people were like, "Well, what would you trade?" Right? And it's like, so you know, you're talking about various names. RJ's name comes up, and I'm like, I was like, "Man, like Michael, like <laughs> like RJ Barrett is like fucking Michael Jordan in the playoffs compared to Drew Holiday." Like, th- like I cannot. You just look at the numbers, and I get it. Like. Even with how bad he shot, he's been a net positive player because he's an amazing defender. You know, like he he just gives yeah, you he's value. A, he's a good player overall. Like, don't get me right. wrong, yeah, but great, like it, it's yeah, just extremely like good. people yeah. kind of forget, especially because he was injured last year. But like Chris is fucking cold, man. Like even Chris the reason he's been able to so. age so well is because he's an absolutely dead eye shooter and he's fucking tall. So there's nothing you can do about it most of the time. And especially with Giannis. Unless you're Quentin Grimes, baby. Unless you're Quentin Grimes, obviously. That goes without saying.